0: You know, Frank, last time we talked, we talked about uh, surprises in, in life and whatnot, you know, and, and little things that surprise us. Well, milestones are very special, and um, Alaska just never fails to, to, to give us milestones. I mean, we, th- uh, yesterday we finished our 49th class together in six years. We have had uh, 535 students in Alaska, 662 overall course we're just getting started in lower 48 things are heating up this year we're going to be up at like 800 before the year's over but uh milestones are very important and you might even get your first case of, of food poisoning in alaska <laughs> <because> <laughs> yes you you showed, show. you showed up pretty sick frank <laughs> well i didn't show no, up no, no. Sick. i w- woke don't up don't say where we went please because i it, won't it would just
1: no no i'm not gonna talk about that but um yeah so the next morning we i, I roll into town and um We go out to dinner, and so I go to my hotel. Wake up the next morning, I'm feeling a little strange, but not too crazy. And I'm like, man, I don't think I drank that
0: much. We get five minutes from the hotel back toward my shop, and he goes, dude, you got to pull over because I got to throw up. Oh, I forgot. Yes, I did. (laughs) And I'm like, really? Well, pull over because I don't want it all over Big Red. And, 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 it was bad it was bad for 24 hours 12 hours straight
1: i threw up the first day um so it was crazy so we had like almost a two-hour ride from anchorage up to uh willow there and like everything was in our way construction uh, sign lane and i'm like i'm keeled over dying i can't do anything i'm just like i'm um I'm dry heaving. I'm throwing because there's nothing there. I've been throwing up for over an hour, and uh, I'm like, "Get me to my room." And then the
0: girl flips the sign, "Stop." Yeah, you know, at a construction (laughs) zone. Now we gotta wait. It was bad. I felt bad for you, man. But he went right in his room and uh, and hit the rack. I went up, greeted students, and got all the classroom set up and whatnot. And
1: and I touched nothing. I was just like curled up in a little ball in bed, and I'm like hacking mark took care of me got me some pep though got me some stuff and 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 so he's like hey man you need anything he tried to bring me some toast because he's like you know you gotta have some food to you know and i'm like no way i can't even physically think about food so you never ate the toast no i ate the next morning okay. i did yeah. um and then uh so it was coming in waves and waves and waves i was like oh my god so i'm down in this you know in my room I got not a single piece of electronic on. Nothing's out. My bag is in the middle of the floor where Mark put it. Because as soon as we rolled up, I was like, please be open. Please be open. Please be open. I willed the my door. door open. And I get down there, and it was unlocked and ready to go. They had it ready for us. And um, I, I dived into bed. I mean, I just literally dove into bed. And I was like, oh, my God. And then coming up to the, and it was funny. If I, if I laid down and faced, you know, right, I threw up. I laid down and face left. I was okay for a little while, but then I got so uncomfortable. I had to turn right and, and then throw up. Him. And it was just, Oh, so about nine o'clock, I'm like, I can hear these guys. They're having a rip roaring time. Like they, we're going to talk about this crew that came up cause it was amazing, but I'm like in the hole and I can hear everything. And, and I'm like, Oh, they're just having a blast up there. And, uh, 9 o'clock, I'm like, well, I, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. And understand, when Mark picked me up and he's saying that I got sick, this was 11 o'clock in the morning. This wasn't like 8, 9 o'clock and coming off a hangover. This was 11. And, I mean, we stopped drinking. We left place, there at 10 o'clock. Yeah, that was 10. So it's was like, it wasn't like we were drinking until, um, you know, 1 o'clock in, one the, o'clock morning, in the morning, like like 2 o'clock night. in the morning. We didn't close bars or anything like that. So, you know, that was kind of strange for me, like 11 o'clock, all of a sudden I'm feeling sick and getting better, took an aspirin, lose it all, throwing up, uh, it it was waves, finally around midnight, uh, I'm feeling a little better, I fall asleep, I slept through the night, luckily, I was like, ooh, I took a little bee spit uh, under my tongue and everything, uh, and, you know, royal jelly stuff, and I woke up and I was good to go, I was like, okay, I'm, 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 Careful eating. I, I like wouldn't go near food, and there was still some squishiness and things happening. But oh my God, did I dodge a bullet with that one? Yeah, that, yeah that I've was, never
0: seen somebody that's. I, I felt bad for you, man. You were miserable.
1: Oh, the veins out of the side of my head are still there from throwing up so much. Uh, but we had a what a phenomenal four days of training class. We did a PR one and two back to back.
0: Everybody it, stayed. Everybody stayed. Yeah. It was it was incredible. We had a uh, a family, like kids in tow, wives in tow, come up from from Arizona, and they were absolutely fabulous. Yeah, man. amazing they, people. These are these are students that we're gonna see again. Now they're friends, and and you know we call them keepers. You know that so people come and they and they they we appreciate everyone, but some just go away and we never see them again. But these guys are keepers. They're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna see them again. You know at least. At least a couple it, times. It's
1: it's. It was just such a great job, made it through the presentation, and and we are so efficient on the presentation now and everything going on because it's been edited down, although I am going to be editing my PR2 PowerPoint because we've been incorporating elements of two into one because one has gotten so efficient. So the the, the the two presentation needs the cleanup that we gave to one last year. Yeah, but it's not a scrub. No, it's, it's not a scrub. Oh, it's great. It, yeah. Well, because look how fantastic it worked when we brought everybody into two. They took to the two program immediately. There was really no. The humbler sort of. The humbler got them. The humbler kicked their ass. Our opening humbler. Don't say what it is. No, we won't. Well, uh, kicked everybody's ass. <laughs> But, um, like the mover, we did the mover class almost a full day on um Tuesday of the mover. Blink troll mover, we used that. I, I mean, and it was like the first guy impact on the first shot. Yeah, I mean, here's people you who nailed
0: you nailed four or five. I said, Frank, you need to make it look a little harder, dude. And so, <laughs> it's only a, we thought it was an eight inch plate. It was actually a ten inch plate, but it was a ten inch round, right So down corners, you know, there's places you can miss on this plate, But uh, yeah, you made it look easy, man. and then and the students took right into it. And everybody really cleaned it. Manny was a fantastic mover shooter, and we and jokingly said he's a better mover shooter than he's a stationary shooter. But it was sort of true, it and was. Manny knows that. He excelled, he, so he got his big confidence boost. Uh, we had great man. We had a great time. We had we had jokesters. Joe P. made an appearance. We had uh, Zach
1: is the new Zach, Joe P. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, Zach is, huh, he is hysterical. He's he's he's, he's got to be a stand-up comedian. Um, it was just a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. I'm,
1: yeah. Normally on the meet and greet, those guys are nervous for class. And you got, well, most of the time on the first night of the new class when people come in, they're gone by 10
0: because yeah. they're going to bed. Because they're, they're nervous. Right. They're, they're nervous. nervous. Dude,
1: it was like almost midnight when you guys came yeah, down. They were leaned is, in, man. I
0: mean, you weren't up there, and so I was all they had. But, but they were leaned in like listening and, and probing me. And I, helped, I I had to tell them, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because, you know, you're giving things away mm-hmm. that you're going to teach them in the next couple of days. They were leaned in. We had a great time.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, really good. And um, the, the, the PR1 went flawless. There was no surprises in PR1. It was pretty typical. Uh, Scope tracking, we only had like two or threes that were 101s, you know, that were right on the edge. Real 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 smooth. A lot of 100s, yeah. Yeah, a lot of 100s in the class, almost across the board 100s. And um, uh, then really the revelations, I think, were in the PR2 with the mover. Because what was very, very noticeable was the difference from left side, right side with people. When they were able to hit targets, no problem coming from one direction, but then had a very hard time hitting them. And it's, it's, it's part of that smooth pursuit, part of how we operate. You know, hey, this football player is going to always run down this sideline, and he's, he likes the right side. You you're know, right-handed. Yeah, you're
0: right-handed. You know, or left-handed. Uh, and, so your body's not just – Just because you have two or something or you have two options, Mm -hmm. left to right, right to left, doesn't mean you're going to track them both the same or or be able to engage them both the same. And we saw, yeah, we saw a gross gross difference, you know, Mm -hmm. 1.0 right to left, 1.3 left to right. So that's a little bit of a difference. Yeah,
1: yeah. We actually had some wind up here on this class. The weather was fantastic the first two days. I mean, it was amazing uh, just how beautiful it was here. And, and we had some actually noticeable, strong winds that were able to break through uh, the tree line. And, and it was the first time we've ever experienced it. So that added an element to the class. That was, that was a nice welcome change. And they updated the range. They added steel down both sides. Yeah. They're actually doing a really nice job on this range. They cleaned it up over the winter. They cut the sides um, they did a whole bunch of stuff. Intermedi- we've got intermediate
0: yard lines. Yeah. 50 yard line all uh, the way out. Three,
1: 350, four, 450. Yep. Uh, 550, the target wasn't up, but the berm was built. Six, uh, there's now like a seven, eighteen, eight, nine, a 1,000. Then we did the clay pigeons at 1,015, like we always <sighs> do. Guys love shooting the clay pigeons, man. We ended on that. Didn't we end on the clays again? Pretty, pretty sure. Pretty close to the last thing we did was the clay pigeons. And, um, then they built a berm for us down where the nine where we had the problem with the weaponized math and um we were able to put a small round up on that plate and have a berm behind it
0: and see and that made the nine so much easier for everybody the round counts are real low on day one yeah. but everybody got what they needed mm-hmm. but round count was real low on day one which is only mm-hmm. a testament to the success of uh, of the of, zeroing of, we didn't have to zero people and everybody yeah. got in on it real weaponized quick. math went smooth weaponized math went I really think we smoothly. explained it a little deeper this time we spent a little bit more time there and we had prepared handouts for them, two of them. Mm-hmm. We had the, the, the chart style that moves left to right, and we also had the worksheet style. So they saw it two different ways, and I think they really absorbed it because there were no back up and, and start over with a guy. You yeah. know? It, I, uh, what, what I what I, We had asked
1: Ted to, um, to take out of the chart that we always show everybody. So have you ever seen that weaponized math one-page chart that Ted did? we had gotten a lot of feedback that people were confused by the try try this confirm that so i had ted remove the try dope columns so there were, so you had blank space now you had the you had the confirm and you could circle it what you would do with this new one you had a confirm a blank strip confirm blank strip confirm blank strip so what you were able to do is shoot hit waterline at 300 and then um, basically circle your 300-yard column. You know, your your dope, so 1.0. And then on their worksheet, they can do their math, and that gave them their try. Yeah. And then we shot it, and when they were done with their verified again, they can go to that other chart and then circle that one and then be able to see the pattern much easier. And it basically then just you the and it do-
0: demonstrates like a trajectory because it's going to fall off. It's going to mm-hmm. either stay pretty flat or it's going to fall, fall off. You yep. can't come back up and then fall back down. That's where you have an error.
1: Yep. So that worked out really, really well. We had a bunch of lefties in this class too. Yeah. With I mean, Lefty guns too. So we had to fix lefties a little lefty bit. shooting
0: right guns. Mm-hmm. That's, that gets a little, a little crazy.
1: In um, the weaponized math, the, you know, the more we clean it up, the more we work with it, the, the more we kind of um, – Sort of play uh, with that on how to present it to the students and present it to everybody. I mean, it's just making life for us so easy. I mean, there there literally is no drama in doping somebody. There's no question. I mean, good example. I had, I had a phone call today because guys are out in uh, Wyoming and they're shooting ELR this weekend, and uh, I, I loaned out a rifle for guys that are coming into town and they're out there working it. And before they went up to Wyoming, they were in Denver, and they chronographed my rifle. And it's brand new. Didn't even shoot. I had to put it get together for them. And, in fact, they had to go into Mile High and fix, like, a part of my bolt because um, part of the uh, bolt handle was hitting the stock and not going completely in the battery. So they had to kind of dremel that little piece out of the uh, stock because, I mean, the thing was just put together. And um, so they chronographed it and got a number, 300 PRC, and... Went out to the grasslands and shot a 825 and a 1325. And, of course, when they put everything in the kestrel, nothing lined up. And it required close to 150 feet per second change to, I just said, I'm like, dude, true it. And he's like, but no, it's this high. I've already trued it 60 feet, and it's still not where it's supposed to be. I said, go the rest. I said, just take it and go the rest. And I said, if you don't want to do it with both, I said, try the muzzle velocity or the BC a little bit. So he went to the muzzle velocity point, and it was like 150 feet per second. And then he went and shot 1600 and hit waterline. And it's like, you know, you chronograph and you do all this stuff, and then the software changes it. We work all this stuff with weaponized math and by drop. And then when we were done, I sat down with the students, especially the guys from Arizona, because they want to run software where most of the guys up here don't. They want hard paper and I sat down with them at dinner and I showed them it was literally six minutes to true up their computer and to be totally in line with what they shot on this range. They walk away done. The curve is perfect because they took true verify weaponized math data and then took that information and put it in the Kestrel or put it in the software and hacked it the way I've been talking about, 600 yard muzzle velocity, 800 yard BC, and it's flawless. So, I mean, you put these things together and you have just a grand solution without any headaches. You know, so I, I think, um, you know, th- this weaponized math gets overlooked a little bit, but it, it is just, it's, it's, we can't put a hole in it. No. No, nobody can. And then- um, Fully suppressed line. Ooh, 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 ooh. That was sweet.
0: Yep. Fully suppressed. I had to loan out three suppressors to make that happen. So we're pulling brakes off of rifles at the last minute, uh, first thing day one. But uh, one one interesting thing was remember that um, elite iron can. Oh, I yeah. I, I, I forgot uh, Craig's can his visitation can. He's got one in Purgatory, and and basically I forgot it back here in the rear, and I had Woman Tina bring it up to me, but not until day the, two. Right. So I gave him a loaner. Elite Iron STFU light. He shot it. He shot well. On day two, we took that one off and gave him his actual can, and I got which no was the ch- same no, can, same can, but now brand new. I got no change of impact whatsoever.
1: Nothing. Nothing changed. Yeah. It was a. It was excellent. Uh, Dale, good job, man. How well you yeah. did that. Um, yeah. Because here we took suppressor A, zero the guy up doped them out the, the little tiny bit we do the first day, you know, whatever. Uh, we, we do a couple pieces of steel on day one. And um, then the next day, oh, here's yours, switched it over, and nothing changed. No part of a zero, nothing changed at all. And that's why we say not all cans are created equal. And you want a can. You want the best out there that maintains the accuracy, doesn't op- op- open up your group sizes, And, um, I mean, yeah, it just worked fantastic. I had a
0: guest of a petroleum student. Petroleum, you know, he's a petroleum engineer. And he brought a guest. And so he, guest didn't even have, this was Max. Mm -hmm. Max didn't even have a a precision rifle of his own. So he leased my RPR, which is a freaking rock star RPR. I've got it all tweaked out and tricked out. And he shot, he was ice cold. He, He came in with... Nothing, no skill whatsoever, and I remember writing on his sheet, his eval sheet on day one, we get it, not your rifle, not your game, but it's going to be your game. That's what I wrote, you mm-hmm. know, because it, it, people like ca- that who come in raw, right? It's a great thing, it, man, because it, we get to they're so malleable and they're so easy to teach. And by the end of day two, when everybody's uh, everybody's a total clone. You know, whereas mm-hmm. on day one, you're writing all these notes, this guy did this, this guy did that. But by the end of day two, everybody's an absolute clone. But there's this one cat who had zero experience coming in, and he's a clone right there with everybody else. And he, he was, he, he had very, he shined on many moments. Yes.
1: He, he had, like, you know, we always look at, um, you know, the groups on, on steel or whatever, or how guys are shooting when we saw them from the first day and they're in fundamental eval. He put down some impressive groups you know like mark said it was a great rifle but it allowed him to be him and didn't hold him back right you know what i mean and that's what you're looking for because it didn't suffer him at all yes right he didn't suffer his rifle we should talk about that because we had two conversations about someone whose rifle's going to suffer him and we couldn't talk him out of it yeah you know um we want you guys to come to class but we want you to bring a platform you can learn on because we're confident if you give us the right tool we'll we'll get you there quick and the right tool is not a magnum it's not a
0: 338 lapua we didn't have one but we received received a call from a uh, potential student uh while we were on the line i fielded the call just you know because i'm a businessman and uh oh my 338 lapua shoot it well i can't do it man i can't do it It's, it's hard on steel it's hard on you you know, you're going to shoot 120, 130 rounds in two days. It's going to beat the hell out of you, and it's just not a great learning platform. Drop, stop thinking about it, guys. And and probably none of you guys who are listening to this are going to try to bring a 338 Lapua, but some of these new guys try to squeak it in.
1: Yeah, it, 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 they think bigger is better. Yeah, Somebody you know,
0: I'll lease him a rifle next year.
1: Right, right. Yeah. And, and and that's the thing. Up here, I get it, man. They hunt dinosaurs, and um, you know, stuff's big, and it's not like you know, lower 48 game. And you guys want to put shit down quick because if you don't, Mm -hmm. there's problems. And, um, you know, I get that. But, uh, uh, yeah, 338 is not the right rifle for what we're doing because we're so confident in this program. And, I mean, that's the thing is we know we'll make you a better shooter. And we know we're giving you that foundation to then go, you know, into whatever direction you want to go. It, you know, it, you build the house you want to build on top of the foundation we're giving you. That could be a competition house. I told um, Cole. Cole was so phenomenal, man. Cole Cole had a uh, he had a PRS, he had a, a Manners tunable stock, six mil, I think it was, or six might have been six five Creed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was he, he he's there. He's he's that. And I said, dude, you're ready, man. I said, go down to the lower forty eight and experience a match. Yeah, but,
0: when we did the uh, the mini comp. Mm-hmm. He was just smooth, right? You know, you can tell a guy like me, herky jerky. You know, I'm just, I'm just getting old. But these, these, some of these kids are just so smooth in transition and and getting into into the the position that they should be competing. You yes, know, if if not to win, just to build confidence. And and it'll take him up a notch. I mean, he was already on top of it,
1: and and it'll take him up another notch because as we've talked about, competition is your cheapest training. And it's going to give you some of those tips and tricks that are going to help you further on. Because Cole has a foundation now. Cole knows what he needs to do to execute properly. He recognizes it. He does it. And now he can start working on the tips and tricks. Uh, You know, if he wants to explore competition, and when I see him show up with a competition rifle that's kitted out correctly, dude, take the dive. I mean, the only thing he didn't have going on at that time is in his um, 419, he didn't have the weights in the ARCA rail underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he didn't have the weight system. But all he has to do is drop the weight system in, and he can tune that rifle right up to where he needs to. So I did notice the uh, the front weight, unless he just didn't put the front one in, the one that sticks out past the stock. I just didn't, he didn't have a, a, a weight in there. But maybe it is in the the other ones were in there. I didn't ask him. But uh,
0: We swapped out some bipods. Let's talk about that one bipod. Do you know the... Brand name, and we're not knocking it. It's just that it's an AR fifteen bipod, the one that's all oh, the black label. The...
1: It was actually kind of cool. I've seen. I met the guy at Shot Show, and it's a handguard, an AR fifteen handguard that deploys and has like this little ball hinge thing in it, and it deploys a skinny little aluminum bipod. It was actually okay for sort of a field expedient type of deal. If you weren't prone, load right. it all the time. And yeah. Mike, though, who had it, was a big, big guy. Not yeah. fat or big, but he was tall. And, and so, he, he, you know, he's like 6'5". And so him loading into that, that sort of thin rail bipod that it was was starting to put some flex on it. So what I did is uh, borrowed a pick rail from uh, Mark put it on the M lock underneath it and then we put a Thunder Beast on him and, and it changed his world. He was one of the the, the shines from the class. Uh, shooting Teak Attack A one and um you know then with that Thunder Beast on there and taking that other bipod it just next leveled him. He yeah. I mean he was hammering, hammering, hammering. And um just these guys were shooting fantastic groups. Wanna talk about the guys from Arizona with the gassers. Yeah. Cause Christian, that first days and doping them out in PR, um, in PR one part, the best group. Not only well, uh, I would say on paper Wayne shot one of the best groups, but on steel at distance, the best group I saw all week was out of an LMT being shot properly by Christian with a gasser. He shot a no-bullshit one-hole stack at like 600 yards or five, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And they were all on top of each other, like almost zero variation. It 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 was insanely impressive. And the guys in the online training watched all my videos. He came up with almost a flawless first eval. I mean, when you think about it other than they struggled a little bit manual of arms,
0: Yeah, yeah they, they, had, they, 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 they were new. It so would have been a better uh, left side uh, uh, charging handle. Yeah, if yeah. they had
1: side charges. Well, at first we had to train them a little bit up with manual of arms. Uh, they were having like a, a, what appeared to be a mag problem at first, and then, then I didn't realize they weren't locking the bolt back all the way, and they kept fumbling um, with some of it, but then it was like, oh, the bolt's got to lock back, and, and it was hanging up on the carrier. And, and so I, I, I just missed it. And uh, once that was taken care of, a lot of their issues vanished and cleaned up the manual arms a little bit. and then they just focused on their fundamentals. and the guys hung right alongside, uh, other than they there were 20 inch 308s. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- they started their, to fall apart. Their nine data at the yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's cold here, man. Yep. you know um, it, it, It's a real thing when you, especially the last day, um it, it got chilly the last day we were layered up we were cold it dropped twenty full degrees at yeah. least if not more um so I mean we were a high of maybe 52 where the days before it was like almost t-shirts, got to 80 t-shirts. yeah it was almost 80 and uh the the I shot it at a thousand yards and and it was wandering around a bit so when you say you know the 308s hit that invisible wall at like 920 it's like there Especially down here here at sea level. We see it here. Um, You know, so it can't happen. I don't see it in Colorado. I see it here.
0: We had some mega mirage, but we got to... Two days later, we got to clean it up with that cloudy day, Mm -hmm. the cool day, where it was absolutely stunning, perfect uh, shooting condition. Yep, yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we... And we really didn't have a lot of variation. So we we only had like two or three people who caught the mirage wrong Mm -hmm. that needed a a tiny... Because then we went back to eight, nine, a thousand and cleaned up. I made sure everybody's dope was right on spot on and you know the worst we nudged somebody was a tenth or two and so it wasn't that big deal like the 0.5s we normally see in the mirage down here um so that was a
0: that was we, we had some changes welcome. at the lodge uh we lost robbie as our bartender you know he moved on to bigger better they uh replaced robbie with a lady named noe hmm and she, she rock started man. She, Carissa, and um, and Katrina mm-hmm. uh, gave us... And Miriam, sh- was it right? And Mir- Miriam, yeah. They gave us outstanding service. Um, so we rolled really well uh, with that transition. Yep, yep. Um, uh, Lodge was really comfortable. Um, we, we ate them out of steaks, though, yeah, pretty fast. Because, we
1: yeah. well, those guys were eating steak sandwich every day. Yeah. So that killed all the eight-ounce steaks and stuff. So we, we cleaned them out of... Of the better meats, um, pretty quick, uh, which, which kind of stinks sometimes, but it happens. I mean, up here, they got, they got no help. They, they're, they're actually shutting the lodge down on Tuesday and Wednesdays because they don't have the staff as busy getting, as
0: they are. They're getting paid to stay home type yeah, problem.
1: And you know? they're, you know, to their. The, the, the businesses up north there are making a pact. Where if you turn them down for a job or you don't come back to their job, the other nobody people— nobody else is going to hire you nobody either. else can hire you, man, um you know, because it is a serious, serious problem getting service where we're going. We talked about it why well, didn't I did in the podcast, but I didn't post it. The lost gunsight podcast it'll come around um Prescott, we saw the same thing in arizona we we, we returned away twice at nine o'clock at night because. They couldn't seat us and serve us in time. And the people that were already there, it was taking over an hour for people to get their food because they had no help. And so this whole, you know, people aren't working is real and it's affecting businesses all the way down the line. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a real thing, man, that, that people are having to put up with. I mean, Jessie was kind of flustered how hard she's working. Yeah. I mean. And she should be. Yeah.
0: She's a co-owner. Right. And she's working her ass off. You right. Know? Yeah, double and shifts. You, you, you know what I mean? You think you could find some help and take a day off every once in a while. So they're going to create days off. hmm It's not going to harm anything. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday is pretty down chill anyway. In, they're they're going to still feed us when we go in July. We're starting again in July 10, um, 10, 11. Yep. And then 12, 13 is a PR2. We still have a couple spots. I mean, I can fit you in um because we're so efficient now I think we can push, well we got to talk about loads. that
1: efficiency Steve 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 yeah he he was he was all over it Steve hate has this thing wired for us like nobody else. it was a walkthrough
0: for us yeah. We never stopped we never paused for anything everything was a walk through we walked we transitioned from the classroom to the firing line right into the scope ra- or the uh, equipment you know th- mm-hmm. and and scope tracking Everything was seamless. It's like Steve reads our mind now because he's seen this so many times. Yeah. He you comes know? up every time, right. brings up his RV, stays the whole week, and, and, and it's just it was a flawless, Started as a student, thing. brought his wife as a student. And said, I like this group. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll, I'll and, hang and out with this volunteered group.
1: volunteered. And, you know, started being becoming more consistent. Then we said, well, hey, we're going to take care of your expenses, you know, and, and, and toss him uh, a bone. Co- well, Yeah, because he comes up and helps. And let me tell you, he reads our mind, man. It's done. It's just done. And so, if
0: you're a student hearing this, potential student, you're not going to feel uh, any any uh, awkward pause. It's all going to flow extremely smooth. We were fast, dude. Yeah, I we, mean, well, we, we get complimented on that, people yeah. say, well, how, "How long have you guys been doing it?" You know, like because we're pretty smooth.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is this is becoming our seventh year, and we've got this thing wired so well. I mean, it's been boiled, it's been edited, it's been, you you name it, it's been rendered down to what I would almost say to get a new shooter up and and efficient the way we do, get them shooting accurately, hitting targets. You know, don't get me wrong, they're still going to miss in the wind, and and, and we just don't give them the, it's not a time thing for experience, but they now have a foundation to work off of, and I mean, we've got it down. Uh, to a science. I don't think there's a program out there that, uh, that can compare in this amount of time to what we do with these students. I mean, how far fast we bring them and we get it, we fire hose them, but we've got the fire hose of information where, you know, they don't need all that little extra bullshit, you know, and we talk about stuff that. The flourishes. Yeah, the flourishes. We, we talk about that at dinner and drinks and when we're at the you know at the bars but we don't we don't kind of cloud the class with it because we don't have to and and so that that works out really well but um just i want to you know thank the guys from coming up from Arizona they were just really really fun beautiful families the whole thing and uh we we had a good time and they're going to be around they're already asking about coming to the Colorado class uh we're going to be um i got a class for mile high a little one after, um, I mean, I got like Colville next week and the Sniper's Hide Cup. I talked to Vibbert today. He's making my targets and everything. And um, I'm just so over my head right now. I need to get that. But then I got um, I got a Mile High class. Mark and I are probably going to take over some of the stuff with the Mile High class. We've talked to Diane and we're going to formalize it. And we're still going to probably run some things through Mile High with Mike and everybody to help out to, to bring you in. But it, but it looks like we're going to be doing three-day, uh, you know, wind, mile high, but with Mark doing it um, down there. So uh, that's going to be another just, you know, feather in the hat to kind of create a community around the Colorado range. Uh, and, and As
0: for opportunities right now, we, we, we overflowed in Nebraska, so we're going to do an overflow course. We're going to stay an extra three days. So, guys, Nebraska's a fantastic time. You
1: want Nebraska, if you can't do Colorado, you want Nebraska. It's similar winds and things like that. It's got terrain like a little more hilly than my range it's is. It's interesting. Yeah, it's Yeah, but it's, we're, we're only three hours apart. You know what I mean? So if you're in that Nebraska, Wyoming, Colorado area listening and you want to jump in a Frank and Mark class, we have that overflow class in Nebraska, which would be a great time. Oh, Nebraska's a party too. Yeah. I mean, that's such a fun place. Um, we got we got Ryan, our new Robbie now. Yeah. Um. Uh. At at that Imperial there, I think it's called. Yeah. It's well, the town's Imperial. Yeah. It's the broad, steakhouse. Broadway Steakhouse. Yeah. We got so we got a place there, that we uh, can hang out. Ohio.
0: On. We got a couple seats in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania's chock full with overflow. I mean, Pennsylvania's just done. You know. So so Pennsylvania, we're going to do thirty-two students there. Then we're going to move to Ohio, and I, he's got one or two spots remaining. Then we're going to go down to Treadproof, and I think there's one or two in Treadproof. Okay. And then we'll start building on mile high. That, maybe, we, yes. maybe we'll get some later courses in October. Yes, because we can. Like Our
1: weather's good enough that we could probably <laughs> suffer, um, you know, although they say this might be a snowy year for us because we've already had a lot more moisture in Colorado. We're than-
0: entering a grand solar minimum. Mm-hmm. Forget global warming ain't happening. We're entering a grand solar minimum where the sun's not putting out as much radiation as it used, as it has. And this is gonna last for, for, for a decade or two. And and it's gonna get cooler, mm-hmm. not warmer. So stop thinking it's gonna get cooler on you. The weather's gonna turn really funky because you know mm. uh, I'm sure hurricanes are gonna get worse. There's gonna well, be a lot of torna- tornadoes. They've been posting tornadoes, the tornadoes. Yeah.
1: So I, I saw Austin Angus posting tornado pictures from the plains out there in Colorado, a little bit up that area. Well, you
0: know, I was reading about it. I, I studied it a little bit and back in the 20s when we went through the Dust Bowl, that's what caused it was a grand solar minimum okay and so so there could be some crop damage you know mm-hmm. we already got beef shortages paint shortages wood shortages all the fuel shortages car shortages cuz yeah. you can't get the car, chip. you can't get a, a rental vehicle unless you pay $2000 a week it's it's nuts man um and then um the
1: furniture, you furniture can't get that you yeah. know that kind but of
0: you hey man you did a real good job in your place yeah. I, stayed, I stayed for frank uh for two, a couple nights or so and he's got a real nice place now. It's real, real nice set up.
1: Well, yeah. Once I get, like I said, once I get kind of my my feet square underneath me, uh, a lot of changes are happening. I got, I got stuff working behind the scenes. I, you know, you guys ain't hearing from me in, as much. And, and I, you know, sorry about that. Uh, one of the things. Hey, I got a question. I kind of heard through the grapevine um, that. Somebody kind of got mad at Gary for coming on my podcast, and'm I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything yet, but um I, I don't know if it's true. Uh, you know, rumors start so I'm not because I, 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 I have zero issue with the person who, who did it, but um if, if it did happen because he came on my podcast and me kind of making fun of the s- southeast, man, that's not cool, dude. that was me. Um, Gary is the nicest guy on the planet. And um, seriously, I'm gonna, I'll probably make a phone call when I get settled in to find out if, if that's what happened. But, um, man, that sounds like a party foul. Uh, I don't know. And that's where I'm going to go there. The other thing I want to do is uh, well, I haven't said anything much. Um, when I was on the podcast with Gary and Phil, uh, we had gotten the notice that Kelly McMillan had passed away. So I want to shout out to Brittany and and give my condolences. I mean, I'm almost tearing up right now. Um, This is such a shock to the community. And uh, it's just, it was so unexpected. And I had passed along my condolences through Gary because Gary was in contact with Brittany. And just wow. 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 Uh, I don't. Uh, we've heard weird rumors. People, because people always talk and say things, and I don't want to talk <coughs> out of school and 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 pick a scab or a wound. But uh, it, I, it was unexpected, and I hope you know the the dumb things that have been sent my way are not true, and I don't want to spread a rumor. But um, oh sorry. I mean this is this is just so. The, our community lost a giant, and um, wow, I, I don't even know. I'm I'm at a loss. I really, really am at a loss. I mean, it's just been the worst year ever, um, from my perspective. Year and a half now. Yeah, year and a half now. I mean, this is just this is icing on a shit cake, and man, I am I'm I'm really I'm I'm sorry to hear that this has happened. It's just this world is fucked right now, and I don't even know. Like so, my condolences go out to uh, the McMillan family and um I' s- totally sorry for your loss uh that, I mean that's that's all that could be said agreed yeah. yeah yeah uh I mean, I'm staring at the sign right there. You got a sticker right on your de- your desk Mcmillan yeah, fire gas stocks. Top. I used
0: to be a small time dealer for them. I sold a half a dozen stocks or something when I first got in here. yeah, but I don't many of them we shot them both on the on yeah. the m40s mm-hmm. but 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 basically. Uh, I had a, I had a quiet stock. I got to show you this thing. I don't think you've ever seen my quiet You stock. told me about it. I'm going to go get it right now. You, you just keep talking. I'm going to go yeah, get it right so, now. Yeah, so so Mark told me about this stock that he has. He has some
1: special Gucci custom stock. But yeah, I mean, um in like I said Gary had had told us and we didn't say anything on the podcast. We we didn't want to be like breaking news or do anything crazy.
0: Check what did that out? Oh, yeah. It's kind of got like um, it's covered in it's covered in cotton uh, or burlap type cloth oh, like camouflage real tree yeah yeah real tree type tape and this
1: came factory like this
0: yes they yeah. did it for one or two years because I'm sure people shredded them and weren't happy with them or weren't happy with yeah them. this is an H- but I t- I took good good care of it and and isn't that isn't that unique though yeah but, but what makes it a quiet stock is you tap on it nothing you can't yeah it dampens
1: hear it it's yeah. got sound dampening to it and it's a hunting it's a HTG and here. It, Kelly, man, we're holding your HTG and your honor right here, and this is a sporty uh, LRI did that redid this for you, huh? Yeah. 270 win, man. This is a nice. Yeah, I had him tighten up the twist mm-hmm. so that it
0: handled the heavier bullets. Yep, yep. He killed my last goat with it.
1: There you go. That's his goat gun. Yep. Anna McMillan. Anna McMillan. So, so um, Nin- 1993.
0: 1993
1: McMillan, man. I mean, the, there you go. It's just this. This community is is so small, and and I get it, man. I know I I I get bull in a china shop at times, and and all that stuff, and there's this, the you know, this, the the who's mad at who, and what's doing what, and. But when something like this happens, maybe it brings people together, and you know, conversations could be had around these type of things. And yeah, I don't want to say nothing about that. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't
0: know. I just. There's a lot of bad
1: shit happening. We
0: not to But it, get ain't with, it ain't with Alaska precision rifle course. Nope. And it ain't with sniper's high precision How rifle can course.
1: We, dude, is there any way we could talk about what that fucking guy told us today?
0: What? In here?
1: About what happened up here? Do you think it's
0: worth saying out loud? <sighs> or do you think we get in trouble for it? We had a chief of staff for a high-level politician in Alaska. Alaska's a small place, like I told you. You run into anybody up here. And he's, he unloaded. He's a retired trooper. He unloaded some really deep shit on us about how they're trying to manipulate mm. how they're trying to manipulate elections and how elections have been manipulated and what the problem is this to, to get to the bottom line it's so big now that they can't even expose it they can't even leak it or let you know how devastating it has been because it's going to undo elections. And we're not talking about just Trump here. We're talking about local elections. They're trying to steal local elections Mm -hmm. because uh, all politics are local. You know, national politics, that's one thing. But, you know, uh, uh, Obama, we didn't like Obama. But really, were our lives affected that much by Barack uh, Hussein Obama? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily. You know, were they affected that much by Donald Trump? Great economy. Uh, but no, we weren't. Doing. we were prosperous. Yeah, we were prosperous. Uh, I get that, and I did suffer some under under Obama. But all politics are local. Your local taxes are set locally. Your state taxes are set locally. All your all your bullshit that actually comes down on you through COVID came down from local. It didn't come down from nation mm-hmm. from national because they don't have the authority to do that. But he disturbed us in a in a in a great way. With, um, with real <clears throat> information. Yeah, with real information. And, and he said, my, my,
1: my play is my, like, reading between the lines, they know that because it, it, both sides are playing a the game, they know that if we find out, like, if, 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 the, if the register receipt
0: gets read, that, that probably, January 6th is going to be a fucking walk in the park. Well, that, gonna be a something, pick- I yeah.
1: don't know, man. This was, this was kind of a scary... January
0: 6th scared them. You know, uh, uh, Ashley Babbitt, God rest her soul, lost her life. Uh, a law enforcement officer lost his life. And whether, you know, that's a cloud, clouded type situation. But, but the bottom line is the politicians went, oh, shit. You know, these people are, are, are not happy. And, and it scared them. And so they put up a freaking barricade. So uh, they're they put covering for each other. They put up a perimeter. But now the media can't even tell you how it's uh, what's going on because they're so scared of what might
1: happen. And the media's covering for them because they had a hand in it. You know what I mean? They set the narrative. <laughs> the politicians tell them to set. And then they run with this stuff. But this guy threw a data download at us that, I mean, we were like wandering in circles when the guy left.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh be stand your ground, man. I yeah, mean, yeah, don't, you know, don't do anything stupid. Don't break any laws. No breaking laws. Yeah, no don't doing, threaten anyone. Anybody. Please don't threaten anyone. No, but, but we've got to get to the bottom of this. And, and basically we've got to turn this shit around, but you know what Tina did? My woman, Tina on, on the week we have election week up here. It's no longer election day because it's mail-in voting and they're counting votes for a goddamn week. She went every day and, and was an overseer at the vote counting place, mm-hmm. and she saw so much shit. And, and what happens, what we're talking about is the Anchorage uh, mayoral race, and one of our guys, uh, Dave Bronson, just won the mayor, and he's a conservative. He won by 1,200 votes, 90,000 votes counted. Mm-hmm. That's a slim margin, dude. But what this guy exposed to us today was that there was 100,000 registered voters that don't even that were in this system that don't even that Aren't don't even, even appear yeah. that don't even appear on the rolls, and it had something to do with registration for the permanent fund dividend, and that automatically registered you to vote. So if you were a uh, uh, a foreigner came here, lived for a year um, as a s- citizen of the state of alaska then you register you can get the pfd so, but they made it to where you automatically are registered to the reg- rolls added to the voter rolls so we have actually non citizens of this country voting in our in our elections yeah and that's insane and there was no they were just let
1: it go and it was and that was just one little piece of this puzzle that this guy was laying out um, and the countries he listed off were crazy. Yeah, He was talking like Czech Republic and this place and Romania. It's like holy... They're flooding
0: f- our voting rolls. Yeah.
1: And then once they have a name, anybody can vote that name. And then, but the hacks and, and they, the information that was given, they took everything. And he says, you know, they're having these hearings and these people under oath and stuff. They're doing things and... They, they're warning the
0: state, you're going to have problems in this election. And the state's doing nothing about it.
1: Well, but the the people... Are are being asked three four times. You know, are you are you aware? Oh well, and, the, and they're not, and they'll do the non-answer, and they're like, are you a non-answer? Are you a non-answer? And then finally, they press them, and, and they have to admit, yeah, we know.
0: Yeah. And and it's like, wait, but a nobody's minute. doing anything right. about it, right? Because it's too big. To, it's almost like a big boulder rolling downhill. Yeah, it is. It's going to be hard to stop. And and
1: I do think these guys scared themselves. And now they have to cover for each other because they know there's potential for accountability, and none of them want to be accountable, held accountable for what they're doing. Yeah. And it's it's scary, dude. It was like, holy cow, that was a weird data dump. And um, then uh, whew, that was that was heavy. I know. Sorry about to get, yeah. to get there, but hey, um,
0: join us in a course this year. If not this year, next year, it is all that is all I can say. And um, and we're having a great time. Well, I mean we're having a great time
1: yeah i mean i had a know. i had to drink water for two days and didn't get to party but then i made up for it and yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah made we had up a good last time night last night sure. we made up for it. our victory lap was man
0: that was epic epic victory nick lap. showed up tank nick, mm-hmm. not nate he showed up Yes, other the blue so anyway join us guys if you want to be a part of this all you got to do is just, just make the commitment give me a give me an email um sniper uh training at gmail.com yep snipers
1: training at gmail.com you go on the hide and in in there's some classes stuff information like i said we're cleaning up a lot of things and, and some work's being done i'm just so completely scatterbrained and in knee deep in this training cycle you know got to strike while the iron's hot and um so i'm just i'm just in distracted mode with, with all the you know i'm only able to multitask so well and so i'm trying to kind of limit how hard I multitask that stuff um but but that's it's like I said the 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 works being done by others and I've tasked people I just have to finish the final blessings for things and get them turned on and put together and yada yada yadas and all that stuff so um about it. About it, man. Like I said, I'll be back here in July. And I mean, great, great block of training. We had uh, everybody just they gelled. I mean, they, they all went out every night. They all hung together, exchanging numbers and emails. And, you know, I mean, it, it was just a fantastic block of training um, all the way around. So thank you to the students. Thank you to Steve. Thanks to the Lodge and, and all the girls over there and And, and everything. the Range,
0: too. Because the coming, Range. Yeah, the Range.
1: Right. I mean, they really did a lot of work. Got to see Lonnie. Um, yeah. Always good to see Lonnie out there. And um, so uh, that was, Lonnie was talk, give, telling me stories. Cause oh, he, thanks
0: to James for the mover, man. Oh, the mover. Yeah. Damn, yes. I mean, the Blink Troll. came trawl. out and set it up for us, yes
1: Oh, uh, we should talk. Uh, Ken, Matt, and Brett. Ken. Yep. Ken Scopin and the Blink Troll uh, worked great, man. We had a fun with it. Uh, we, did, we did one little drill where we did it, set it on erratic, ira- erratic? Erratic. Erratic, and um, w- then we let it go kind of nuts, and we just said, track it and shoot it. If it stops and you hit it, hit it as many times as, it, as you can <coughs> when it stopped, but if it's whipping around and doing crazy stuff, and these little drone things, I mean, they carried a 10-inch round plate, no problem, and, you know, half-inch cable, run it across, tie it to a tree, and start the drone and let it go. And and it has some really, really neat, fun features. Um Ken Ken hooked us up, man, and, and with James and, and again, like James had two here now, so yeah, James, James has a James, backup. Brent
0: and Matt came out and set it up yeah. for us, which was really um, cool.
1: And and so uh we're gonna get Ken on to talk about not only the blink troll system, but he also does those Spartan Valhalla bipods over there. A lot of like really high end hunting bipods and um so he's got some uh, some neat other products too. So I'm gonna get a hold of Ken and uh, talk Blink Troll with him. Uh, what a fun little toy, man! It, it it works. It's easy. You know, you hit the pad and you let it go, and and you take it on uh, take it on the road. I mean, All it's right. a it's a two foot Pelican case. We'll have one in Tennessee. Yeah, I'm in Tennessee. So there you go. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for talking about this. Thanks for coming out to classes. Thanks for. Uh, just give me a shout out, and saying hi when you run into me and things like that. Hey, I recognize that voice. You know it that happens. kind. Of, it happens and um, that kind of stuff. But uh, thanks a lot and 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 again, man. You know, I think the industry. You know, like I said, I'm. A, I don't know who. I don't know. I don't know what to say because I'm. I'm just a bad offender. I push fucking buttons. So yeah,
0: Connor. You're a beautiful man. <laughs> I just want you to know you're Con- a beautiful. Connor was the handsomest. One of the top three handsomest students we've ever had. I know what a handsome guy looks like, and I'm not gay, but, but, but I played on that. He was hitting on him. I, all I, I week. was just basically, he's in front of his brother and his dad, and I sort of just just played on it a little bit. And oh, it was fun for everybody, man. Yeah. We have yeah. a lot of fun.
1: We, it, honestly, everybody was just so positive, so cheery, so everything. It was a blast. Thank you guys for making it a ton of fun to come up here, even with a little touch of food poisoning. I mean, you know, I, I tasted it, and I ate it, and I'm like, and I never finished it. And next morning, 11 o'clock, man, I lost it. Ugh. E blah. All, All right, right,
0: guys. All right, one Taylor out.